Why are you, Josh? Why are you like all shucking over there? Because I just see him like oh shucks over on the side. And I'm like, oh, whoopsie doopsie. What do we do over what here? Did, what did we bring up? What does old man Josh want to say now about technology? What is he scared of? Because <laughs> Enforcer says you're an old man now, so. I can catch you up with that. All right, all right. We'll catch you up later, old man. That has nothing. (laughs) I have passed off the title of old man. (laughs) Should should I start getting touch of gray? Oh, Josh, Josh, Josh. One of these days, well, yeah, we'll have him back again for... Uh, maybe I just put the microphone on him and let him rant for like three hours. We'll go, we'll go get lunch somewhere. We'll come back and we'll be like, yes, you really do say so, Josh. And then we can go out and get something else, do something else. Come back. Really? How insightful. And then he'll, and he'll never know. <laughs> no. I just put like a, a, a computer on the side that randomly says, uh-huh. Okay. Sure. Wow. wow tell me more. You know, just, just randomly makes those noises and he'll be like, all enthralled and save his wife some sanity at the same time so she doesn't have to listen to it all no. poor, poor amy so i'm sure he doesn't need touch of gray anymore oh he's yeah. already done it to himself with having now two dogs and a cat yep. you know and just yeah oh that kid those kids uh, over yeah. there well like i said you know now that my hair's shorter it's not as bad but like when it was um in the, which is weird but when it was longer, I could feel like areas where it was like more baldy. It seemed real thin. And I was like, this just goes a little uh, bit thinner. Guess what? You're going to be sitting across mm. the table from a bald man. <laughs> and, and not bald like it. because I'm losing my hair, but bald nah, because I'm just going to sh- I'm just gonna shave it. I'm going to bick it. Get rid of it. Just going to be like, get one of those hand shavers and just. Call and be like, All right, we're done. That's good. Just <laughs> go there. At least I'm not going to like near my face or anything. <laughs> I mean. Eyelashless, eyebrowless, uh, facial hairless. I mean, the eyebrow, that would really be rough. The eyebrows would, no, no, eyelashes would be rough. Yeah. Just, just dunk me in a, eyebrow just dunk weird. my entire head in just there. Give, put in, put a straw in my nose, dunk me in there and yeah. let it dissolve all the hair. That's crazy. That's not, that sounds awful. It is awful. That's why I'm never going to do it. Um, <laughs> at least not that far. The other parts, yes, I will do it. Uh, just because of the fact that, uh, why not? But that being said, Mr. Johnson. That's my name. Almost, basically. Sometimes I wonder about you, sir. Uh, and then you go ahead and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. Yeah. What 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 movie is that reference to? I oh shoot! I don't know. I know I've seen it because that sounded so familiar. Uh, <laughs> you don't know, huh? Oh. Uh, uh, totally oh, oh no. When I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this, and totally redeem yourself. That's, oh my gosh. Dumb and dumber. That's right. That's, yes. He even says the word when I can't think you do get any dumber. <laughs> oh my, you taught him the freaking area. <laughs> oh, you taught him well, I'm trying to think of what he did in that moment. What did he do in that moment? What? Oh, oh he, tr- he traded in. He traded some. It doesn't matter. He he redeemed himself. Uh, yeah, that man. What a movie! I haven't seen that one in a long time. It, it's been a minute since I've. I still love the sipping on Grandpa's old cough medicine scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hi. I was like, hmm. Okay, so I got Mr. Johnson over here doing Johnson-y things. And then he goes and throws this one in. I was like, oh, interesting. No. Totally oh, no. redeemed himself. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So. Yeah, what's the title of this one? <laughs> I say, do you want to introduce it, Mr. Johnson? Uh, no, it's all right. I don't have the 
<laughs> I don't have all the words in front of me. Oh, you don't I have said. all the wordings in front of you? No, I just I have a blank screen on my phone. Yeah, I see. So essentially what you wrote is, I'm going to paraphrase. Okay, thank you. Because yours was a my, little... I, my grammar is not the best. Oh, have you seen my grammar? But I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Good no me. Good no... <laughs> Same. I'm not good with uh, So I'm going to... So your your question was, as Christians, what do we care about for the non-believer? Do we want them... Do we just want them to yeah, be happy yeah. or try to lead them to Jesus all the time? Well, I have a short yeah. answer and a and long, long answer. answer. Of course you do. But before we get to my short and my long answer You have this, questions for me. Well, I have questions and I want to hear the thoughts behind this. I want to hear your thoughts on it. And I want to hear what brought this up. And if, if I didn't know some of that already, probably. <laughs> Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> then why do you even need to ask? <laughs> because I need it in recorded format. <laughs> Just because I may know some things doesn't help with doesn't anything help with anybody. anyone yeah. listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where did this come from, Mr. Johnson? What, what, what sparked this well, thought? I'd, I guess I did. I don't know. I'd, uh, um, I guess as far as... Just being, I don't know, I guess like a witness kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's That's one thing I would say I've never really been, well, I've never been like good at. Because um, sure, of course, people know, okay, I'm just like the little goody two-shoes church boy. Even though I, I'd like, I, I have my moments. But. I mean, everybody, as far as I know, knows I'm, well, as I like, they like to call the religious boy kind of thing, even though, whatever. I'm not going to get in that part of it. But, yeah, it's, it's, I guess as, you know, for believing in Christ and all that and, like, the gospel and, and whatnot, and like knowing that, well, one, there's, uh, and I'll, uh, well, I guess I'll be honest, as I'm sure this, this would be most Christians. It's there's things. I mean, I want to be obedient to Christ, as into what He asks of us. Okay. But then you know, and obviously, there's not all. I don't always want to be obedient, but I should be obedient, kind of thing. Um. I get it. But uh, I was just, just thinking about that. And I guess, like, the biggest thing for me, it is, it, it, I mean, it's going out. It's, like, having fun, having drinks and stuff like that. For the, um, And for one, that, it's, I mean, I definitely have many of friends where it's, like, it's just, you know, fun to go out, party, get drunk, da 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 But I, uh, granted, I know I'm not perfect, obviously. I've had my moments. Um, but it's. Those are things I want to, you know, I guess really repent on and, you know, correct and do right. Um, And it's, with that being said, it's, I don't know, like, I I personally believe, you know, that, you know, Christ is the only thing that brings, like, you know, well, healing, well, and obviously salvation. And Mm -hmm. I want that for my friends. I mean, I should want that for just about anybody. And it's kind of funny because I feel like that has sort of ish changed my thoughts maybe on the death penalty. Totally random. Totally different thing to talk okay. about. Okay. How, how, how so? Because um, I, like, I still, you know, I understand that certain states have their laws mm-hmm. and their consequences for things. And I, I mean, I get... Some of them still have the death penalty. Okay. But, I don't know, I always used to think, you know, if 
I don't know, this, this real extremely nasty person with a ton of, you know, horrible things on his record. Okay. Was going to be assigned the death penalty. I, I at one point I was like, oh, just let him live, let him suffer a little bit, you know, kind of thing, thinking that was uh, real nasty, whatever. Right. I don't know why it took me until, I don't know, however many months ago, months ago was when I had thought of this, to realize this, but him, said person, instead of going through the death penalty and supposedly suffering, mm-hmm. you know, for his actions, he's a lot better off being here than not knowing Christ and then getting the death penalty. And then that being, that's it. There's no coming back from that kind of thing and then that's assuming this person does not you know has not made that choice to give his life to christ kind of thing or believe in him and do all that because then you're in hell and then that's kind of i mean that's forever and that's worse than living here still in a jail cell (laughs) okay i guess i would imagine so i in that aspect i almost don't like the death penalty Cause it's like, there's a part of me is like, you know, maybe there's still hope. I mean, as long as that person is breathing, there could still be some sort of chance of them finding Christ before they die and not having to live in, in like that eternal torment forever kind of thing. So that's, I've kind of almost had my mind changed on like being f- for the death pen- t- penalty to a point. Okay. But at the same time, you know, if that's what said place has and set for its, you know, consequences, it is what it is. But I'm almost not as much of a fan of it anymore, I suppose. I don't know. Totally random. But, uh. <laughs> well, no, but it helps bring about a whole, a whole picture Mm-hmm. so to speak of what what the thought process is going on in your mind yeah so go on but yes yeah, so I, I i mean i guess ultimately i mean i i don't you know if what the bible says is true and god is who he says he is and you know i mean i would want that for all of my friends and it's like if i believe it to be the truth i should want to share that with them but I guess my thing is, at what point, uh, I feel like maybe we've probably already kind of hit on this before and I just don't even realize it or remember it that well. Um, but it's like, at what point, and I guess, you know, letting them, you know, making sure they're happy isn't necessarily the thing, but it's 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 still looking out for what you think would be best for them. It's just not continuously always being like hey well like trying to you know talk to him about christ kind of thing like if you've done that i guess it's like do you do in my mind i would think you don't want to do that to the point where they just get so irritated and annoyed with you about it where they just block it out kind of thing um but it's like, so do you do you let that be a stopper? And then, I mean, you just obviously be a friend to that person and then, you know, you know, say what you think would be best for them, not necessarily trying to point them to Christ and things. Um, but I don't know. I'm, oh, no. You know? Do you kind of know what I'm saying? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know, like, in the Bible it talks about, you know, at one point, like, you know, if, uh, uh, for the disciples, like if they're to be denied kind of thing, you know, they just brush off their sandals and move on to the next place or whatever, like being done with those people and moving on to mm-hmm. whoever else that would believe and, you know, be there to, you know, forum kind of thing. I don't know. But, uh, I guess I just, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I know it was like when I had 
kind of talk to you about some stuff that was going on with me. And like, when I was talking to you about this whole thing of like, is my faith genuine? Like, I don't know. Do I actually believe this? Yeah. And one thing that you had said was, you know, like if you, if you know, you come out at the end of this, not believing you would obviously mourn that decision, knowing that again, the Bible being true, like eternity is not, won't be a good one kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I guess ultimately that's, I mean, that's literally, that's, that's what I want for friends, family, whatever. But it's like, at what point do you, like once you, you know, try and talk to him about it, at what point, I guess, do you kind of almost, do you just drop it or do you just, you know, I don't know. Or can you always have have your piece, you know, have your part put in there about it, but then what happens happens, kind of thing. Like you let be what you let them decide. Obviously, what they want. You don't want to force it upon anybody. But <sighs> I guess I just don't know. I okay. guess what what's what's too far. What's not. Uh, don't lose like do you just give up hope do you not give up hope because that's also my biggest thing is like you know you might not necessarily be actively always trying to talk to him about stuff and you know whether it be obviously just telling him about salvation the and you know the gospel and stuff like that but like let's say they ask for advice on something you know i'm not going to have the same advice as just any ordinary Joe out there, depending on what it is. Like, comes to, geez, I don't know, sex, uh, sexual relationships, obviously outside of marriage or stuff like that. Like, I'm going to have a, quite of a different opinion than a lot of people will. At least a lot of friends, you know? Mm -hmm. So, of course, I would have one or have a mindset of, biblical uh mindset as far as you know sex being made for marriage not outside of marriage and between two people kind of thing you know well husband and wife i shouldn't say two people husband and wife um i guess there's just a lot of things that i i i get so like worked up and like nervous to sh sometimes to share that side of me, even though it's like people already know that about me. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's just, ugh. it's weird being a Christian sometimes. <laughs> As you take a sip of your bourbon and Dr. Pepper, mm. which there's nothing wrong with that. Cherry Dr. Pepper oh. to be specific. <laughs> I have a question about a statement you just said. Uh-oh, what did I just say? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> the bourbon is working well. <laughs> so it sounded like you had that much bourbon in your glass. <laughs> the, the question revolves around the phrase you just made. And that phrase, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, paraphrasing it because... Mm -hmm. I didn't get the exact wording down here. Nope. I, got, I got other That's wordings That's quite down. right. <laughs> I was but, blabbling. Essentially, and, and correct me unless uh, if I heard it wrong, but the way I heard it was, why is it weird for me to share my faith, even with those who already know about my faith? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, I don't. I, man, I kind of. I guess it. Could, <laughs> You can go back to the thinking the, the all the enneagram stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, because that is something I'm always kind of nervous about is um causing relationships to break apart and become distant and not work out. Um, so relationships to break apart. Yeah. And become distant over something that's important to you, but maybe not important to, them. to them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, uh, I, it's been, it's, it's been something that I've been working on a little bit more lately. Like I have gotten, 
Well, as you already know, I'm just asking like some friends that, you know, maybe some of them not being churchgoers, maybe some of them are churchgoers. It's just different, I guess. Um, well, because, well, I mean, I guess I don't know, that gets in the whole, what, Catholic versus Christianity and other. Yeah, whatever. Catholic versus Protestant. Yeah, all those different kind of things. Um but which was I, I remember hearing an interesting thing that my dad had said once about um like I guess for him like specifically talking about Catholics at the moment, saying he's like he's pretty sure he well, he feels positive about, you know, knowing some Catholics and believe excuse me, believing that they have an actual saving faith versus some other Catholics don't. Right. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. The same. Um, because I mean, again, you can go to any church basically, really, and you know, even and well, obviously like churches I go I've been to, you're gonna have people that go there that don't have one, maybe just the right intentions, or they just go there thinking they're doing what they need to do in order to yeah. What I think your dad is more getting at with his statement. Um, and this is just because, again, I have a lot of family who is very Catholic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you have those of the Catholic denomination of the Catholic faith that aren't willing to admit that they pray to Mary, that they pray to the various right. saints and that. And you have those in the Catholic faith who... They like the tradition of the Catholic faith, but they also realize that they're putting their faith in these other things other than what the Bible says, which is Christ. Right. And those who have real, come to that realization put their faith in Christ. Yeah. And I think that's maybe more what your dad's getting at. Because to, be, yeah. to, to be honest, a lot of the Catholic Church preaches, well, I wouldn't say a lot, I wouldn't say preaches, but teaches, you know, these various things like, you know, this is the actual blood and body of Christ, and this is what oh, you need to have for salvation, and you have to have these various aspects of communion in order to get saved, and, you know, you know, this is why, yeah. you know, and, and, okay, to be fair, Catholic mm-hmm. Church doesn't do the same more, but you used to be able to, you know, pay. Pay your uh, way into heaven, kind of. Well, thing. pay, like, for your, let's say, Let's say your mom died, right? Before she was able to do all the sacraments. Well, you would be able to go to the church and be like, here's some money. Could you... Uh, Send her soul to heaven, yeah. please. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, nope. Uh-uh. So, but, so I think that's more what your dad was getting at. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah I, I find that interesting, though, what you said in there. Yeah. Yeah, it, again, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's something uh, that is, that has been a lot more, I guess, you know, on my mind and more apparent that that's something I need to, well, get past. Okay, um, I, I, and I have a question here, and, and this isn't related to the ultimate bigger question. This is more a uh, very micro-level question here for okay. you, Mr. Johnson, and for anyone else listening as well. Because mm-hmm. you because and this is why I asked that refining question that it's more like you not wanting a relationship to break apart over something important to you but not important to the other person right mm-hmm. and and this is a thought question this is something you don't mm-hmm. have don't you don't have to answer if you don't want to but oh okay, okay. but if you do go ahead if that is such a sticking point where another person is willing to break off a relationship over an opinion that you, right. you, you know, something that, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that you hold, uh, that you hold as a belief real deep to you that mm-hmm. they're going to see as an opinion, but they go, oh, but he has a different belief structure than I do or a different opinion on something than I do, therefore can't be associated with them. My my question is, if it's that fragile, yeah, you know, is it something that's being held together, you know, you know, very 
by other just like out like minor things like oh we both like the same type of music so that's kind of <laughs> binding us together but it's a very very loose bindment <laughs> and, and then as soon as like something more substantial comes through that yeah. and it's like okay now let's look at our core beliefs and oh yeah. i cannot deal with that person because he right. believes as a christian oh, <laughs> how dare how dare. you know th th that makes me yeah. it's like that's uh, is that a very worthwhile relationship no now, that would I'm, not be but not that being said, yeah. you know, you can have differing opinions, but still have relationship as long as it's not driving you two apart. Correct. Yeah. So th and that, that's just something I was thinking of is like, mm -hmm. is it so superficial that, <clears throat> you know, it comes out that you have this belief, this opinion that is informed by your belief and your belief structure that all of a sudden then they go, well, no, I, I can't deal with you anymore. Right. And see, and, th and this is where it's also, it's, uh, I mean, again, I would definitely put it more so on myself and it, just, it being my fault. And it's, 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 <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, every once in a while, like when it comes to mine, um, granted, it's not using, I don't think it's using the whole song in like the correct context. I just take one line of it and, tie myself to it but it's uh the song damage by red okay and the line where it's talking about like i all i do is damage kind of thing like that's i don't know that's just preemptively what i think of myself almost in any kind of friendship relationship kind of thing so it's for me my big issue for myself is where it's, i'm already already assuming the worst out of a situation mm -hmm. And not getting myself to actually, you know, I guess, say whatever it is that I either want to say or whatever. It's, man, yeah, reading that whole anagram thing really was just like, wow, yeah, hot diggity dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, and I asked that because my goal with that question isn't to get you to go, oh, geez, well, yeah, I should cut off that friendship. The goal is more to hopefully... Mm -hmm. through that be like you realize hopefully there's more to that friendship than a superficial one right where it can survive a difference of beliefs, beliefs. and yeah. opinions and and i think it's good to have friends that are not of the same mindset of you you know it's belief wise and that that mm -hmm. being said probably not your core friends <laughs> um you know right Right. Because you need the the core to keep you, you know, reinforced accountable and accountable and, and everything. But it yeah. is, you know, kind of like you bring back to the core question then. Yeah. What what do you care about for the non believer? What do we care yeah. about for do we want them to just be happy or lead them cheese all the time? Well I and Yeah, I guess and that's where I again I, I say I think probably saying just them to say you just want them to be happy is not a good thing. Well, it's it's. Let's define happy. What does right. it mean to be happy? It's, Are we talking about the super, the superficial American version of happy, where it's oh, I got a little bit of money in my pocket, I got a Bitcoin or two, maybe I got you know some technology, I got the newest iPhone, I got a computer, and I am a happy, 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 happy. Right. Or is it a more uh, deep rooted happy? Yes, I would say having more so like thinking of it as like a like quality of life and I actually like enjoying it versus just these short term like well, oh I want to go well I guess in the in the in the way of looking at it, it's like you know oh I'm having a bad day I'm just going to go drink my sorrows away and feel better about whatever it is for this moment being am I going to just be like oh okay yeah you do what you want to do whatever or would it be like hey maybe that's not best like maybe you work out whatever it is that's going on and actually overcome something so versus just drowning yourself in alcohol to help pass a to bad help day. numb the pain so yeah. maybe let's think of it this way i don't know yeah happy from from this is how i define it so tell me if you define it differently okay happy is that short term uh joy you know that short term short term Short term joy you get from like buying a new guitar, buying a new drum set, yeah. um, having a, a very 
fancy meal somewhere, you know, going to a concert, something like that. Wow. You know, that's a shirt, a, wow. a short, shirt? I know, I cannot, <laughs> a short-term joy. Yes. Uh, or happiness, short-term yeah. happiness. Yeah. Joy, on the other hand, is more of a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's more able to withstand that, um, those everyday bumps and bruises that come along. You know, mm-hmm. you can have a day where, you know, just everything is coming at you at work or getting yelled at by your boss and everything, but because you're not, it's not just that happiness, it's that joy, it's that long-term joy. You're, you're, it, you might have a bad day, but you're able to bounce back from it and continue on moving onward. Right. You know, so do we want them to be happy or joyful? Yeah, we want people to be happy oh, and joyful. Yeah. yeah. But if that's all that. we want, then... Yeah. I mean, that's not what we're called to in the, the commission. Right. Yeah. Uh, what were we told to and do in the commission? I mean, just... Wow. <laughs> What's the Great well, Commission? I mean, it's to go... I mean, what? Spread the, so, spread the news of the gospel. Matthew 28... Verse 16, if, you know, in most Bibles, it's labeled the Great Commission. It's got the head title it, it, to it. Yeah. It's the last chap. it's the last segment of Matthew. Yeah. It's like the last couple verses of Matthew, the Great Commission. Right. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, right, what we have there, the Great Commission, is to go make disciples of all the nations, mm-hmm. baptizing them. Um, that being said, you know, <laughs> we're, you know, go out and do things and um, spread the good news. Obviously, people are going to reject it. Reject it. You know, that that's just how it's going to be, you know. And it's not always that you're always going to plant, tend, water, and grow to fruition. Sometimes your part of the process might be plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is hard for some people. That is really hard for some people to understand that maybe their goal and their part of the entire process is just this one little piece of everything. Yeah. You know? I mean, I get that because it's, uh, for me, the reason I would I hate to have that just be it is knowing, all right, well, you planted the seed, but if you lose contact with the person, just knowing you might have just planted a seed, it's like, oh, maybe you'll never know where they end up. So it's always that, like, I guess your fear, well, the fear of the unknown, not knowing where they're going to end up kind of thing. But, and again, that's I guess that's, like, one thing where it's, like, you know, no matter how, uh, I guess if, if I have a friend that, yeah, I had a friend that, basically just cut ties with me because of me one maybe i don't know maybe just sharing the gospel whatever or just inviting them to church kind of thing or yeah talking to them about what i believe like if that were to end a friendship that doesn't stop me from one praying for them because you know i mean obviously god still does stuff with prayer very much so <laughs> so it's that's man this also makes me <laughs> it brings up another thing i always want to talk about at some point which is or it's just it's uh for the church in general thinking of the song by casting crowns this is why why is the church not like reaching out kind of thing i can't think of the name of the song now but okay uh, you'd you'd probably recognize it once you hear it um but it's like, I don't know, at least just like here and again, like I haven't looked into what churches are doing around locally. 
I guess I just feel like there's something more that we could be doing as a church as a whole, not just, not just like, you know, fellowship by itself, but it's like, right. are there like, I don't, there's no like things that churches like come together on. Are there? And, like, um, do something as a group. There are times, especially like, um, you've seen, well, uh, various police shootings has probably been more likely recently than some of the more woker church on like LGBT marches and that. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's sad. What? Uh-oh. Casting Crown's drum- drummer died over the summer. Oh. Mm. Motorcycle accident. Oh, my gosh. He was no on his way, way to church for Sunday morning worship service. Oh, no. Gosh, that, that almost makes me think I should never get a motorcycle again. Especially since I was the drummer. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I was looking up casting crowns thing to, to see about your thing, and then that yeah. came up. And I was like, that? <laughs> I, say, I, I can, I'll be able to find it in no time here. Um, uh,. I think I think I just want to call. Um, what if people pray? No. If we, yes, if we are the body. Oh, okay. Why yeah. aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands healing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess I just I just wonder. It's like you know, I don't know, and you know as. It, you know, uh, me and the other guy, I guess, slowly get this uh, worship night idea together. It's like, that's something that's like, you know, it would be awesome to have churches, you know, all to be able to come together and do. But it's also, it's like, I, I, I just feel like if we, if the churches came together and did stuff, there'd be so much more that we could I guess good we could do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anywho, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, there's so much. Mm. Yeah, and see, I, I look at your, you know, your question that you brought in here, right? Yeah, and don't take this as judgmental or anything. Oh, I'm okay. telling, I, I will. <laughs> um, I, I, I. I my short answer to this, right? Yeah. As Christians, what do we care about for the non-believer? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we don't want them to be happy or lead them to Jesus all the time? My short answer is, I don't care if they're happy or joyful. Right. Okay, and, and, and here's why. Where you're happy or joyful is an emotional response to something that's going on. Yeah. That does not mean I do not want people to be taken care of. So don't read it, it, that right. that into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my concern for a person, be they believer or non-believer, mm-hmm. be you know, regardless of it, is one. You know, are 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 well. There's a couple things you know because people get can get so wrapped up in the eternal destination of a person that they forget that we are souls in a body right now. And right now that person may be suffering right Right. now. That person may be hurting, may be in trouble, might be addicted, trying to get over stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not, do I want them to be happy? Do I not want them to be happy? Do I want to lead them to Christ all the time? Do I not want to lead them to Christ all the time? What do I care about um, for the non-believer? It's, I care about the person. Right. I don't care if they're saved, not saved, melanin, non-melanin, gay, straight, bisexual, whatever. Yeah. I don't care if they've been to jail, not been to jail. The person matters. Yes, their eternal soul matters too. But let's be honest here, okay? If you're someone who's suffering maybe a loss of a family member, you're grieving. Are you going to be, you know, you're grieving. 
let me tell you about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't work so well. Okay, that, you know, as much as all those, um, I'm using my words carefully. <laughs> yeah. Like, animated weirdo Bible stories, you know. Yeah. You, you know, they, they have a good message. I get what they're trying to get at. But the, but they sometimes they oversimplify things. You know, it's like oh, gotcha. or, or like those uh, chick tracks. Have you ever seen those before? <laughs> Maybe not. Oh boy, th- oh, those no. are some. Oh no. Uh, but anyways, so you have those things going on, and the the thing that I, I always come back to is it's take care of the person first, and then worry about the other part and obviously you know it's not take care of them forever and ever and ever you know because a person's going to be grieving or be hurting or be suffering for a little bit and they're eventually going to get better but here's the thing during that time you also have the opportunity to be a witness to them yeah without saying let me share with you about my lord savior jesus christ you have the opportunity to be the person that is there for them while they're grieving, while they're hurting, while they're recovering. And then they might go, why did you spend that time with me? Why did you care if I got better or not? Right. Why did you care that, you know, why, why did you offer to drive me to my addiction recovery? Why did you offer to drive me to doctors? Why did you bring me a meal when I couldn't go out to get something or couldn't afford something? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's not always the, why are you a Christian? It's the, why did you care about me as a person? Hmm. It's not the, why did you care if I was happy or joyful? It was, why did you give me water? Right. Why did you care for the least of these? Yeah. Oh, wait, what were we told in the Bible Uh, to do? I think you just said it. (laughs) So, I mean. Yeah. That's that's what we're called to do. That's why I said, you know, you 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 ask this question, and I get why you're asking this question. Yeah, and that's why I said, don't take this as like condemnation or me trying to like, but you're so inconsiderate. I, I think <laughs> it's maybe the wrong question. No, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. It, it's not. What do we care about for the non-believer or the believer? It's how do, why why do we care for people? Why do we care to take care of them? Yeah. Yes, we care about their salvation, but we also have to care for them in the current. Mm-hmm. Because, let me tell you what's not going to work. What's not going to work is you knowing someone needs help with something, let's say going to the doctor's office, because they can't drive. They got just got an accident. They need to get to the doctor's office, and you're free, and, you, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, I, I'm not going to drive you, blah, blah, blah. You know what's not going to, you know, even sway them to come to church or investigate God or investigate Christ? Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're a Christian and going, <laughs> no. No, it's nah, no. Mm-mm. You know, Hard it, pass. It, especially if it's, now, if it's something like, hey, I, I'm sorry I'd like to, but I'm kind of working that day and I can't get off. You know, you know, it's a legitimate thing, you know, cool. But if, oh. it's, if it's something like, no, I'm going to go play video games <laughs> you know something's <laughs> ridiculous right. like that okay that, that that turns off people right then and there because people especially your younger generation right mm-hmm. now and i'm saying your younger generation i'm talking about you and younger right mm-hmm. so i'm talking about you your nephews all that Ugh. they they and i hope you do i hope you see this uh, I, the younger people that I know, they can see when people are not being genuine. Oh, right. And that's the biggest turnoff right there. Mm-hmm. They won't even listen to you then about your faith, about what you believe. If they go, oh, that person's not genuine. Why do I even care about what they have to say? Yeah. And then you then go, now would you like to hear about Jesus Christ? And here's here's no. my chick tracks. <laughs> and yeah. They'll be like, no, that's just... No. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, no, I don't want to hear anything about this. Right. You know, and and, then people go, well, why not? Why, why, why not? 
Because while I was thirsty, you didn't, didn't give me water. Mind, right. While I was hungry, you didn't give me anything to eat. Gee, where have we heard that before? Um, I think the Bible. Really? Good yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where that is? Specifically, no. Do you have an idea for a book? I mean, it was probably somewhere in the first four books. <laughs> of the Bible? No, I'm sorry, of the New Testament. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> while, while Jesus was around. I was like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Um, so it's in Matthew 25, okay. by the way. Okay. All right. Um, it, it's actually talking about the final judgment. Uh, that's mm. a that's a title. So twenty five. Uh, where does it start? Let, let's start thirty one here. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. Before Him will be gathered all the nations, and He will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you? hungry and feed you or thirsty or and give you drink and when did we see a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you and when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you and the king will answer them truly i say to you as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers you did it to me Mm. and now so yeah, so when you go down there, you know, and read that, it's like, okay. It didn't say when you did it to one of the other one of you who was found on the right-hand side. It didn't no. say when yeah. you did it to one of the others who were fortunate like you that are saved. It didn't say when it was one of the other that is blessed in inheriting the kingdom. No, it said the least of these. You did it to me. Caring about the person, yeah, and and I'll be on. I'll be honest. You know, in a lot of Christianity today, we have lost some of that. Going back to you know that casting crown song you're talking about, yeah, you know, and and the casting crown song. I don't think it was talking so much uh, the church capital C reaching out like a evangelism thing, because if yeah. you read through the lyrics, right, right, yeah, it, it, it's. It's all the examples that they're giving, and they're perfectly great examples. I'm not. I'm not trying to dismiss anything in the song mm-hmm. or anything, um, but they're valid. And and I will say, thankfully, um, the church that we go to, I don't think has as much of an issue with some of these things. Now there are things we could do to reach out to the community at large. Yes, I th- I think there's that, but I think what the song yeah. was getting at, if you read through the lyrics, right, right. Um, so it's like. You know, like the first one's talking about like, you know, someone coming in, trying to just blend in, trying, and then people teasing the girl, you know. Right. You know, the other one is um, a traveler is far away from home, sheds his coat, sinks into the back row, the way the judgmental glances, tells him his chances are better out on the road. You know, just stuff like that. It's like, you know, it, it's that old tradition of like, hey, um, a biker walks into a church. Yeah. And they, everyone just kind of gives them a glare like, what uh, the heck are you doing? You know, or a guy w- walks in with tattoos or something like that. You know, you'll, you'll find that in some especially smaller Baptist church, you know, yeah. still that that will happen. And they'll just kind of look at you and be like, what the, the why are you here? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, no, go away. Scram. Um, you shouldn't be here because you, you don't fit in. You got you got the devil ink on you. Yeah, yeah. You know stuff like that, right? And now churches like that, I think that's more like 
because and that was especially when that song came out that was, i think that was more prevalent if if i'm being honest for um, sure thankfully like i said at fellowship i don't think that's ever really been an issue thankfully um and, and not like i'm saying we're a liberal hippie dippy church or anything no, no I, I just no. I, I think we honestly understand that you know what there are different peoples from different walks of life and it doesn't matter on the walk of life that you come from necessarily right no let, let me remove that word necessarily it doesn't, doesn't. determine <sighs> matter on the walk of life that you come from you know, people are people. You're going to have however you look, um, and it's going to be that way. It doesn't matter if you're coming in covered in tats or you're coming in wearing, you know, jeans and a T-shirt. I, I remember when Fellowship, it was kind of like, this was back in, oh, late 90s. Mm. So at that point, it was kind of like, looked down upon if you came in not wearing khakis or a <gasps> suit. Ooh. It actually, like, I remember the first time, like, Pastor Dave wore jeans up on stage. It was like, oh, <gasps> it was a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Pat. You know. Go PDD. It, it was like a shocker, right? You know, and then slowly over time, the worship team, you know, started fa- phasing in. After we even phased in the drums, but, like, it was, like, only khakis. Yeah. And that, and then slowly, jeans were all accepted, and you know where it's like, okay, we're good to go. You know, we're we're not mm-hmm. gonna have craziness, right? Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> I'm glad that we're not like the point of like, oh look, someone just walked in because I I have a tattoo on my forearm. You know, kind of pe- visible. People could have easily have responded. Mm-hmm. negatively to that. In fact, I the, fir- the first tattoo I got, I wasn't sure how certain people were going to react. Right. You know, and then when I went to the graduation party right after getting it, like literally I went to, I went and got my first tattoo and then went to a graduation party. <laughs> and I get there and immediately Pastor Dave goes, let me see it, let me see it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not, I was like, we're, we're good here. We're, 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 we're good. Um, but there are churches, like if I was to walk in right now in jeans and a forearm tattoo. Disgusting. You know, I would get looks. Oh yeah. And then depending on the, this sounds bad, but I know it's true. If I went to visit my family in Pennsylvania, um, when we were there, my mom was getting looks from all sorts of people. We were the only non-whites in the town. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awkward! <laughs> so, you know, it, it'd be like, oh, I'd get more looks about that, you know. And some of it might be just like curious, like, hey, we don't know you from, you're from out of town. So I'd be like, get him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> Leave me alone. So. Oh, Wow. So I think that's what more that song is getting at. But at the same yeah. time, I also get what you're saying, though, about how does the church reach out on some of those, you know, bigger things. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's another conversation for another for another time because there's a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it, it comes down to, unfortunately, at times, it's like, well, you know, uh, you know, just the way society is, sometimes that's you have to spend money to get people to come. And then what do you do and how do you do that? And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I think like the, um, the trunk or treat was a good thing. Yeah. You know, it got, oh, absolutely. it got people kind of more interested in like, oh, hey, you guys are willing to do this and come and cool. And they came and they enjoyed themselves and we had a good time. That being said, um, you know, things we've done in the past, such as, uh, the Easter egg hunt sort of stuff. That, I remember the good old dodgeball nights. Yeah, and to be fair, the dodgeball stuff was mostly organized by the teens. By the kids. Yeah. yeah. That was mostly organized by them, so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let them organize it, and that's awesome. Um, we just, it, it's just, and don't take this the wrong way. I might. <laughs> <laughs> But 
a lot of the teens we have now are not interested at all on taking any initiative on doing anything like that. Right. You know, a lot, and and it and it feeds into that stereotype of, oh, this generation is so lazy. Yeah. It's not necessarily true, but I mean, no, but I mean, it is kind of like one of those things where I feel like you see it a lot more often than when you used to. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, there's, yeah, that can be a whole thing in in and of itself. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, that we got some things to go with that, but I mean, when it comes down to, you know, your original question then, it's, right. like I said, I personally, from my experience and from my thoughts and my viewpoint, it's the wrong question. Correct. No. Yeah. It, it's I feel that. it's not do we want them to be happy do we want them to Christ do we want no it's how they're taken care of how do we make sure that the people that we know about are taken care of mm-hmm. and you know sometimes it's an inconvenient uh, thing to do yeah um I remember one time I was on my way this happened oh geez last winter like last December. I was on my way to youth group. I stopped at Quick Trip mm-hmm. on the way down. This was, you know what? This was one of the weeks. No, it couldn't have been December. Wow, I've got my times all displaced. Because it was one of the weeks where I didn't have a dog. Um, So it was one of those weeks before I had adopted Xena, after I had put Porthos down. I stopped at Quick Trip on the way down to youth group. And, you know... Things being what they are, just whatever, you know. And I get out of the, get out of my car, and this uh, older gentleman approaches me. He's like, he's "Like, do you do you got five bucks? I'm hungry." And I'm like, "Like, I don't I don't got cash, you know." Yeah. Sorry, I, I was like, I don't have cash, but I was like, I'll, I'll buy you a burger or something inside, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So we went in and. You know, I, I bought him some food and that, and then he's like, could you put like $10 on pump whatever? Yeah. And uh, I looked out, and <laughs> it was a truck. Like, a truck like old, but like your size. Yeah, bigger, I was like, bigger. 10 bucks is going to do you nothing. Right. I was like, where are you trying to get to? Yeah. He's like, well, with 10 bucks, I can get to the shelter here in Racine for the night. And I'm thinking, oh boy. Okay. It's like, but if I can get a full tank, then I can get to my son's out in uh, Madison. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, so I was like, just get the food here. He's like, what, what about my gas? And it's yeah. like, we'll go out to the pump and because otherwise, you know, it's like, put this much on this. You don't then, know how much. And yeah, then you, you have to come in and is. get the re. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll just put my card in and at the thing. Right. Yeah. So I go out there and put my card and get him a full tank of gas and um and he didn't like ask like why did you do this or anything but no. but you could tell like it just brought a little joy to his face and it just was, yeah. well, I was like oh I can get somewhere I can get to my sons I can instead of having to spend the night in a homeless shelter. shelter yeah yeah you know and while we're pumping gas you know he's telling me about you know some of the stuff about like how his wife just kicked him out. He had nowhere to go and all this. And he had been down the streets for the past few days. And Ooh. he had been trying to make, he's been making his way from out east to his sons. Wow. You know, and he had no more money and he was hungry and all this. So I was like, yeah. so after we finished up, I was like, you're hungry. And I was like, a burger, that's it? He's like, well, he's like, I don't want to. I was like, <laughs> get back in there. <laughs> so we got back in there and he got <laughs> He got like one of those quick trips, like whole chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get that. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I had just gotten paid that day. So I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm positive. Just time. do this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you just like see that little bit of life back in his eyes. Yeah. Anytime those moments when we can bring back that little bit of joy that little bit of spark of life you beat back that darkness you beat back that evil yeah that's 
showing that you care. That's reaching out the arms in love. I didn't have to bash him over the head with the Bible with that afterwards. Hey, so, (laughs) you know know, why I helped you? It's because I believe in Jesus. (laughs) You know, I I didn't have to do that. Nope. No. And that's the thing that, you know, we have to remember as as people is, as Christians, they're people. People need help sometimes, and people need to be shown dignity and respect, love, and care. And without any of those items, then what are we even attempting to do? Right. Because, you know, you go, okay, I got you saved. I'm going to walk away. Oh, enjoy living in that ditch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Yes, I get it. You know, the goal yeah, of so eternal things. salvation is great. And yeah. that is something we should definitely work on. Yeah. And that is something that should always be at the forefront of our minds. Yeah. But I think also at the forefront there has to be, how do I help my fellow human being in the current condition? Because right. what they think of as happy, it's going to be different per person. Someone's happy is going to be drunk as a skunk on a whole bottle of whiskey. Someone else's happy is going to be buying a prostitute. Someone else's happy is X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that changes. That's good. And that's temporary. Someone's idea of what brings people joy, that long-term happiness, you know, is going to be a little bit more, more in line with each other. Right. Right. And then salvation, obviously, that long-term goal of hopefully more than just fire insurance. Hopefully, it's a transformation that changes the life and that changes them for the good. Yeah. But if you're changing them and giving them that um, that information, but then saying, oh, eat dirt. Well, if you don't, yeah. If you don't care it, for them and back that up after sharing that, then it's, I mean, that ruins, one, the testimony and, you know the the claim that you make for Christ being so great. Yep. Because if he's so great, then, you know, I mean, you'd hope that whoever it is that's preaching it would be changed by him too. So that's that's my thought on your Yeah. No, I, I, your question. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. I never, I, I don't know why that, I didn't, I didn't even think about that when I was thinking about that question. Well, that's why you you bring it up, that's and true. we have the discussion <laughs> because because sometimes you don't think, and and this isn't to like like no, uh, no. smack you over the head, but yeah. I mean sometimes we as humans can get so caught up. Well, yeah, caught up. Or you you've heard the phrase, you missed the forest for the trees. Yeah, you're looking so intently. On this tree in front of you, you cannot see everything else that's surrounding you. Yep. You're so focused on that speck of dust in your brother's eye that you can't see the pole coming out of your own eye. Yep. Yep. I'm not saying that what you did was sinful in that regard, because that's what that speck of dust and pole usually refers to. Right. But what I'm saying is you're so focused on the one, the, the idea, the concept that what do I want for my friends that I know that aren't saved. Yeah. But you forget that sometimes you just got to treat them like people. Yep. That's a good point. That's a great point. You know, and, and, and still take any opportunity you can when they ask, like, why do you do this? Why do you believe what you believe? Take that opportunity to still share with them and talk with them about it and tell them why you have the hope that you have. Why yeah. you continue to do the things that you do. Because they're going to watch you in all sorts of circumstances, Aaron. They're going to watch you under the stressful circumstances. Yep. They're going to watch you under the good circumstances. They're going to watch you when you mess up. They're going to watch you when they mess up. They're going to watch you when the world is going crazy and rioting. And they're going to watch how you react versus how they react. Uh, 
And that's what's going to lead to that conversation then of, huh. Why are you so different? Why are you doing this? Why do you say this when the rest of the world says this? this? And that's when you get to start that conversation then and say, here's why. 